live again. Welcome back, Karen. July crew in effect. <laughs> Man, that, that beat still slaps. You know, after. It does. It does. <laughs> what are we, 20 we episodes in? Oh, it is, it is a slapper. I was like, I almost don't want it to stop. But then we have no. to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Karen. Oh, my God. And I don't even know why I'm sweating. It's way hotter in the islands. This is, what did I bring back? I know, right? Is it hot in L.A.? It's pretty warm. It's not as, I was just in uh, Texas, like, last week, and that was hot. Like, like balls hot. Yeah, I don't understand. It's so fucking hot. You can't do much there. You just have to drink the White Claw, no. you know? <laughs> the White Claw or the new Four Loco Seltzer, huh? No. I told you, I didn't go through Cisco wine for some four loco hard seltzer. Nuh-uh. Not See, my thing. That's showing my age. I'm like, what's Cisco wine? <laughs> what? Like, Cisco? <laughs> oh, if you don't know what Cisco wine is, you're better for it. Trust me. It's okay, nothing you need to be concerned yourself with. That's probably why I never grew taller than what I am right now. Cisco wine. I'm Cisco wine high. That's how tall. They're like, how tall are you? I'm all about Cisco yeah. wine. Um, the wine high, this wine high. Karen, 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 we missed you. But you looked I incredible. You. you looked incredible. I mean, I'm finally my real color. Right? Look at you. I, I can I you guys can't see her, but I'm looking at her in the hangout. She's not nice and bronze. It's all bronzy. Bronze. Bronze. A lot of surfing. a lot of basketball still down there. It's, yeah, you were it's, saying. It's basketball culture down there, girl. That's amazing. I love it. But but, you know, Filipinos are bandwagoners. <laughs> well. You see these, like, jeepneys with, like, the caval- bunch of Cavalier stuff and like, all these warrior fans. And you're like, okay. Uh, hey, I know it's good that island's going to be filled with warrior fans. <laughs> a lot of MJ, a lot of Kobe jerseys. Emblems. Okay. Okay, I can see they, that. They even, have, they even have, like, a political party that's affiliated with the Filipino Basketball Association. Really? Wow. Yeah, girl, that's how big basketball is in the Philippines. You know, predominantly we short, but we've got <laughs> legs. We can jump. How you, how else you think we get some coconuts? Right? That's right. You guys are all uh, point guards out there, probably. Yeah, that's the, that's the original <laughs> basketball, too, a coconut. <laughs> Oh, that's so wrong, but it feels right. Uh, it's right. That's what they play with. Yeah, you I feel you. Regulation basketball. That's <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, we are so happy to have you back. Although, you know, I held it down for one live episode you on guys, coaching. Yeah. It was great. It was really awesome to have um, Kia here for that and uh, Mysterious Jacks was the guest co-host fabulous fabulous i want to thank them again um let's do some um house cleaning and updates shall we so moving along we just want to say please subscribe or like and review us on apple Podcasts and or spotify we're on both of those platforms um usually what we try to do is get this live show available to you in replay um on those uh platforms after our show so usually t- by tomorrow um also please follow us on twitter and instagram at the hoops talking because we've gotten much more activity there um especially on instagram we are you know trying new stuff and um you know 
always good to get feedback. And we also give feedback. I know some people were asking about some of their accounts and stuff, and we we love to engage. So please ask us questions. Oh, yeah. But not the troll. No. Except our number one troll. He's the exception to the rule. That's the only exception. Um, Also, I mentioned it last time, and I think I miss, uh, I said it wrong, but we do have a website. It's thehoopstalk.com. So check us out there. Um, We have all the links to where you can find us and listen to us. We're also going to be putting up some dates for events. And, um, you know, we have contacts, so you can contact us via email through there. And speaking of events, there's a big one happening oh yes it's going to be september 14th right saturday september Mm -hmm. 14th it's going to be the good news radio showcase um there's more details that are going to come out on the good news radio uh instagram as well as the good news sports so you'll definitely um be doing that so let's see what else um uh we got to get our gear I got to get my gear by then so we can rock our hoops talk here. That's right. That's right. Yes. I actually have talked to our designer and hopefully he's going to be getting something going on there. Uh, let's see. That's all the updates I have. Do you have any updates you want to share? No, I'm, I'm back in the States. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I got Wi-Fi. I got internet. I got my computer. I got my phone. I'm back to technology, y'all. Oh, that's right. You said you didn't have any technology, right? Oh, my God. It was just like I, I did not know what to do with myself. <laughs> I went to sleep at like 8 p.m. Like, fuck, it's dark. Well, you did, have, you did have some good stuff going on, you know, so you were like, you know, doing some things. So that was awesome. That was awesome. So that's good. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do we have anything up in the chats? Anything going on? Oh, no, no, no one in the chat. No, no one wants to chat us. We get it. Fine. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, I know it's a new experience. Um, on the app, uh, I, my sister just texted me. She said she's trying to find me. You need to go, um, make sure you download the latest app, right? For the good news radio. And then you want to go into the, um, sports channel on there. Cause there's two channels and then, um, you could even, I mean, something that I like to do, which might not even be kosher because I'm always looking for workarounds is I go to the menu and I do TGN yes, recent podcasts and then under the menu, I go TGN Sports Podcast, and then, like, you can see that we're live right now. So, it, hopefully, that's helpful. Um, not sure. So, um, oh, the, uh, the other way is just in that menu is the TGN chat. Go to Sports Chat. Right. Yes. And that should, you just got to log in, register as a guest, do it permanently, and then I'm right there waiting for y'all. Yeah. And we, you know. Oh, shit. We know that the app is new. It's getting, you know, it's work in progress. We're really excited about it. So um, just hang in and it's going to be customizable. It's going to be awesome. We're all very excited. So we'll, uh, you know, just just keep working on it. So thanks everyone who um, is listening through the app. Um, what else? Oh, I know what we wanted to talk about. We are going to oh. be doing our fantasy basketball league. Oh shit! It's getting time, girl. The schedule's out. We gonna get the fantasy up. <laughs> I am so excited for fantasy basketball. Like I, it's like 
I love picking a draft day. I love like getting everybody in a room and doing the draft and like talking about like, you know, how we're going to, um, you know, we don't like to tell people who we're going to pick and who's our first pick and the lottery. I mean, it's a lot of fun and we keep it up through the season. We do a little shit talk. So we do, I mean, I know Karen, you were, you were wanting to get some recommendations, right? Yes. Cause I mean, we've been using an app. I'm not going to mention names, but Please we are don't. open to recommendations. Like, let us know what are your guys' favorite fantasy basketball-specific apps that you like to use um, when you're running your league. So, you know, let us know in chat. Let us know in DMs. We'll put out a little tweet, Twitter poll, maybe even on IG a little bit. You know, like, get the little feedback there um, and get our league started. And if we've got open spaces, hey. I know, because I know some people that have been on the show that we've talked about, you know, our fantasy game and they're like, wow, we really want to do that. You know, we maybe they'll join. Mm-hmm. I don't like to have, I mean, I don't know for, about you, but I personally don't like to have too many people. Like I think like yeah, six to eight. Yeah, because the team gets at that point. Yeah, because I remember I was in another league and there was like 12 people and you're just like, that's too many. You know, it just seemed like it was gratuitous. So um, I like to keep it like, a t- and I'm the commissioner. So, I get to decide these things. <laughs> you don't, don't like it, start you your own league. Keep you, out. <laughs> you don't like it, start your own league. That's okay because it's my league. I'm the commissioner. That's how that's how I do it. Um, but yeah, we'll be talking more about that, maybe to give some fantasy basketball tips. Um, actually I sometimes I don't want to give tips because when I gave just some tips, some people use them to beat me in the game. Anonymous Knicks fan 922 in particular. Oh, so But I, in all fairness, I will definitely continue. We'll do just the tips when the season starts. Just the tips. Just the tips. <laughs> just the tips. Which also brings us to the fact that the NBA regular season schedule was announced. And yes. we got... Some good games coming down the pipeline. For sure. Especially, oh my God, all the change up, all, everything happening over postseason and summer. It's, it's ready. I'm ready to watch the show. That's right. Well, you know that, so Paul George is actually projected to be out for like the first six weeks or at least the 22 oh, games shit. because of his recent like surgery that he just underwent. So... I know that a lot of people are very excited about the Clippers, as they should be, but I'm wondering how that's going to affect them at the beginning of the season. I mean, I, that, I was actually quite surprised when I heard that. I was not, um, I didn't expect that. You know what I mean? I was like, wow, that kind of came out of left field for me. But I guess pretty much anything that Paul George is doing lately is just coming out of left field for me. Like he just, yeah, he just gets to like, why he gets signed and suddenly he appears? Hey, what's that? I'm <laughs> part of this feeling. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to be out. I am, I'm going to do this surgery right now and be out for the first time. Like, beginning part of the season, by the way. Uh, yeah, seriously. Like, he's like the worst intern ever. Where did he go? Oh, he went to get coffee. And you're just like, yeah. okay, I hope he brings me back oh, a and cup. Then suddenly he went, yeah, he went into the hospital. And he's like, I won't be back in the office for a while. Right? You're just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's we've had employees. We've had interns like that. So, Paul George. <clears throat> uh, 
<laughs> Don't be that guy, Paul George. Um, so yeah, I focus more on the Lakers because that's my yeah, team. And I know you we know. were talking about the Warriors. So what, yeah, what games are you looking forward okay, to? So, what are your marquee games for this season? Um, I am looking forward to any game where they play the Clippers. Yeah, for sure. So there's four games sure. and I'm curious because, you know, some of them are going to be Laker home games and some of them are going to be Clipper home games. I just, I think that there's yeah. going to, there's going to be some brawling. I feel there's going to be some le brawling going on there. Le brawling, girl. It's going to be back to the crypts and blood. There's going to be some shit going down. Yeah, the, the, the crypts and the perps. Like, I don't yeah. know, you know, shirts and blouses. Purple rain. And yeah, the blood. Some I I don't know. I think there's going to be you know there will be blood. Um, they so the Clippers and the Lakers face each other four times on October, December, January, and March. There they'll be the season opener on October 22nd, and they have the Christmas Day game. And I'm fucking just excited. So we looked up Christmas Day game tickets, and the cheapest were starting at three hundred and fifty dollars. So we've what three hundred and fifty dollars? Yeah, we made a nosebleed. Um, I'm. They're probably going to make you watch it in a TV monitor at the restaurant for three hundred and fifty dollars. Not even. It's a hot dog stand. <laughs> they're like <laughs> for three hundred and fifty dollars. You have to work at the game. You have to pay us to work the game so that you can you can watch it live in the Staples. It's called you get this bathroom stall. <laughs> exactly. We're going to hand you a mop. <laughs> And a badge so that you could be working at the game. So, <laughs> yeah, mopping. Uh, so those games, I fu- I think they're going to be exciting. Um, and then, I, so Christmas Day, like I would love to go to the game. I think it would be great, but it's very spendy. Um, the other games I'm looking forward to are the games against the Pelicans. So November 27th, they're going to be, I'm sorry. Yeah. November 27th, they'll be in new Orleans and then they'll be playing them in the staples on January 3rd. So that'll be really interesting because you basically, you have the old Laker team playing the new Laker team. Oh, yes. So, oh my God. That's going to be really interesting. I'm more interested when they come to the Staples to see what's going to go down. So That's going to be a brawl. <laughs> there's definitely going to be some feelings. It's going to be a lot of feelings. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if Brandon Ingram is. goes ahead and starts like fucking punching somebody or spits on somebody. And people or, spin and pe- yeah, yeah. The gate too. <laughs> I mean, it, they, they spoiled Christmas Day number one. They could do number two. Um, and also, I want to be able to, uh, you know, we want to see uh, Zoe's um, civil rights tattoo arm. You see that? Girl. <laughs> Josiah Johnson, Girl. King Josiah 54 said, where's LeVar? <laughs> On his arm. I was like, you are so wrong for saying that. You're so wrong. <laughs> but yes, the... Um, he he got those. I'm sure uh, mysterious Jax loves. She wants to get the civil oh. rights laws put put upon her. She wants to catch those laws. Um, she wants to lick them laws, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what other games. Oh, I also I'm, don't laugh, but I am looking forward to the Lakers and the Knicks um, at Staples on January seventh because we could probably afford to I go know. to that game. So yeah, I'm yeah. not. 
I'm laughing. I, I get the background here. Yes. Um, and I just, I think most of all, like the Lakers, their hardest push is basically in January, after January 18th, because they're going to have a, an 11 game stretch where they're basically playing pretty much the content, a lot of the contending teams for the playoffs. They'll be playing um, Houston, Boston, uh, Brooklyn, the 76ers, Clippers, Portland. Oh, damn. San Antonio, yeah. So they're playing, and the Warriors. So that's going to be a big they're gonna stretch. Get beat. Yeah. So there's like, like body wise, just tired. I have a feeling. I was listening. I forget who it was. I want to say it was Shannon Sharp, but I know it wasn't him. Even though he's like the biggest LeBron fan that I know. But basically, they were saying like, you know, LeBron is listening to all this, you know, slander that they've been talking about him, and it's just fueling him to come out like Ooh. beast. Like a beast. And I like it. I feel like I feel like that's gonna happen. Like I feel something in the air, you know, maybe it's chalk dust, you know. I don't know, but I'm feeling yeah, something coming out into the air. So I'm really excited about this season. What about you? What are some what are some games? What are you looking at? What are the Warriors looking at? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. First off, I like preseason is a lake show. With with the Warriors versus oh. the Lakers, like three or four games, I'm like, okay, yeah, so I we're did notice see a that. lot of each other preseason. Yeah, I saw. I did um, notice that. I mean, and our our season tip off is the Clippers, so very oh. very interesting. Okay, yes, okay, yeah, um, definitely anything with the Blazers. Christmas Day's Rockets. I mean, that's going to be yes. brawl. You want to yes. talk brawl, brawl? I do remember um, uh, last year's Christmas Day where we won. We beat your team. That was, you know, uh, <laughs> why you got to stick your manicured fingernails in that wound, Liz? <laughs> Sorry, I just, I don't know why that just came up. I just thought about it. I was like, hmm, that's right. Yeah. You're going to jump so stuck in my wound, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah, uh, anything with the Nets, of course. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, very interested to see that drama That's unfold right. and tears and That's a lot right. of maybe Draymond screaming, you know, since right. he especially renewed his shit and deciding to stay. Right. Um, and then, yeah, like us too, January is a very interesting month. Mm. I think they're kind of, you know, I, I'm not going to complain. Scheduling is probably a hard-ass fucking job. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But it's literally a game every other day. Wow. It's like a checkerboard. It's nuts. So, um, you know, they're all going to be cooped before All-Star Weekend for sure. They're all going to just like. Mm. Are you going to try to go to any of the games in the new stadium? Girl. <laughs> girl. <laughs> I had to. I had to donate an arm and leg just to go to the fucking <laughs> Hornet game I ended up going to in March. Um, but I don't think so, man. Like I'm literally going to have to sneak in there or like mm. morph into a fly. I don't know. That's it's, You're going to have to date and also someone. Too, I just don't want the hot mess that it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know that area, like one train, Ugh. one lane. Uh, mm. That area is so awful. It's, it's sketchy. It's not, I don't know. That's going to be a hot mess. It's yeah. very messy. And you don't want me to punch a bro in the face. Like, <laughs> you want me on this show. You don't want me behind bars. That it's is true. I don't want you behind bars. That is the last thing I want. So, agreed. Um, yeah, I I am excited for this NBA season. It's going to be good. 
It's going to be really good. So good. Uh, there's so much, so much change in the league. Well, I just and I read something that said the Clippers are getting the most uh, televised games, like nationally televised games, of any other team, and that they've ever received before. So you have that is like fucking what? Like that's full stop. Like you never in a million years would I have thought that that would be the case. Never. Hey, you know, a lot of, a lot of people thought that about the Warriors for a long time. That's too, true. So. That's true. So I wonder oh, how many good. games the Raptors are going to have. You know, I know. Right. They're like, sorry, <laughs> you got to stay on uh, your network, your Canadian uh, Maple Leaf network. Yeah. But you know, what's interesting, Karen, that you brought that, you know, do you think, like you said, no one thought the Warriors were going to get as much nationally televised games as they were, and they became such a great game. Do you think that the Clippers are in that kind of phase in the league right now, where they're like too early. a new Warriors? Too early. It took a while. That that war the Warriors dynasty that is now to mm. build up. It took a while. It took a change in management. It took a change in a coach. It took change in plays and defense and a rotation of uh, players and the maturation of some of our rookies that we had received. Mm. So, um, yeah, to me, to me, it's going to take a while. Like, I don't Mm. think you could just plop superstars and then be like, we're good. Right. We're ready to go. But I could be wrong. I kind of see them. Maybe, you know, well, one of the things is like, we don't have the super team, right? Any longer. And it's more about pairs. You have a lot of pairs, right. pairing. Pairs. Oh, and you know what? Maybe I'll rescind that a bit. I mm. mean, the Clips, especially postseason, this past one, mm. they gave us a run for the money. That's true. They have veterans. Bev. They have veterans. Yeah. Lou, uh, Bev. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also have, you know, I believe, and I don't know when or where, but Kawhi and PG did play together. I, I I'm sure I could find it somewhere forget, yeah. on the internet, but I don't. And they know. may be the tipping point, right? Maybe. They may be the tipping point that the clips have been building up to. Yeah, Doc Rivers, you know, so they've got a lot of that back end stuff happening prior to these two superstars joining. And I love the that you know Doc Rivers is getting like a really good team. Like that to me is exciting. Like he's a great coach. I really like him. You know, I'm not upset about. I. It's so funny because I'm not. Like, I don't dislike the Clippers enough to not want them to be successful, but I'm right. always going to root for the Lakers. Like, that's just a no-brainer. Yeah. So I don't, you know what I mean? Right. That's just the whole thing. And so I'm just interested in, I want well for them, but I don't want them to win the championship. I mean, I'm going to go with my own team. I, yeah, but I mean, L.A. has always been a hotbed for basketball, period, right? Mm-hmm. With all the different leagues and and community and things like that and the Lakers in general yeah. the dynasty but yeah. like this just you guys are just fat with basketballness yeah now so it's going to be just so interesting to see which is really funny because I actually read an article a while back when I first moved to LA that did say that the basketball was shifting to the west coast so well I mean there's so many things that we're even learning like uh Drew League Venice uh beach basketball this stuff, oh, yeah. you know, that has been institutions here for a long time that, you know, us time. just, you know, we're, we've always been focused on NBA. Um, it's just opened up so much more here with the courts and people just playing, you know, playing the game. So oh, great. Uh, I'm excited. 
It's it's going to be good. Same. It's going to be good. It's, I've been I've been I've been in basketball withdrawals for sure. I don't know about you. Well, in I've, terms of NBA, but you know what I mean, like just that drama. I mean, there's drama going on with the WNBA, but it's the kind of drama where I'm like mad at the league. Right. I'm not mad at players. <laughs> right. Right. Like. It's the institution. It's not the, you know, it's not the, like, dumbass. I feel you. I feel you. Well, we're excited. We're excited for fantasy basketball. We're excited for a regular season. We got a lot to look forward to. But until then, Karen, I think we should talk a lot about what's happening in the WNBA because the WNBA is straight fire right now. Fire. So I don't want to hear anybody tell me that there is nothing going on until the NBA starts up. Don't, don't even. Don't. Because I went to the LA Sparks and the Chicago Sky game this past Sunday. It was my nephew's 13th birthday and we took him and my sister and we had a fabulous time. He loves the WNBA and, you know, it just, it matters so much to you know, represent, get him in there, get him excited. Um, his favorite player, uh, he goes back and forth because he loves Chelsea Gray, uh, but he also loves Candace Parker. So, you know, he's totally into it. My my sister's like, she was like, wow, this is so cool. He's very excited. So that was great. And let me tell you, that was a gritty fucking game. I mean, at one point, the at the beginning, uh, the first half, the Sparks were down by like 16 points and they just kept calm Damn. and cool and chipped away and they ended up winning. Um, I think they won by like two or two or four. I mean, it was very, still very close. And um, Neka Umake ended up getting player of the week um, for just how much she's been delivering for them. Candace Parker looked fantastic. I mean, I I know that the people are nor. Right now, like people are definitely in to saying like Connecticut Sun and the uh, Las Vegas Aces are the major contenders. I don't know if the Sun can be sustainable. Like I don't, I don't. They didn't make it last time, so I don't know if I, I can fully fully put you know that as my team. But the the Sparks are my team, and I like what they're doing, and I I feel like. They were counted out, but now they're starting to get their regular players back in. The chemistry is there. Yep. Cheney, Neca, Candice, uh, Sydney. Um, you have um, Vendina. I'm probably saying her name wrong. She's back. Um, so you're just getting you're getting the core back. And I know um, Raquena Williams is still out, but you know when she gets back, that's a whole other you know piece of the puzzle and Derek Fisher's doing a really good job so Fish. I've been I've been happy with what he's doing he lets them run um he got a technical in the last game so I'm always Ooh. I like I like a player I like a coach with fire so yep um but yeah I've been really excited about going to those games and seeing that game and that was one that was just I mean there was a lot going on this weekend because yeah, also Chris agrees with you. She's she's in the chat. Who is? Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you. It was it was awesome and it continues to be awesome. So, yeah, if you if anybody gets a chance to go to a game, go to a game. 
you will be able to get a good seat at a good price and have the best time. And we love uh, the DJ. He's hilarious. He's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just so much fun. Like for reals. Like how many times did you hear Old Town Road though? Okay, this time he didn't, and he only did Frozen once. So that oh. was ha- I was happy. But I want to try to go. There's a game I think on Tuesday of next week, and it it ha- it's old school. So it's all gonna be like Ooh. old school '80s shit. So it's all bring yeah. your '80s gear, and I'm like, um, you mean like what I wear? So cool. I'll just right show. Now? <laughs> show. I'm so I can show up as is. Awesome. Um, but yeah, if you have a chance, please go to the game and support it. It's it's really a lot of fun. Um, but also because there were so many games, one of the big stories that came out was the on court brawl. Ooh, During the uh, Phoenix Mercury and the Chicago, oh, I'm sorry, Phoenix Mercury and the Dallas Wings game, and it involved uh, All Star Center Brittany Griner. Um, there was six players that were ejected, and it got a lot. I mean, I know sometimes like we highlight thing like all the bad, you know, we highlight yeah. things that, but I think that this type of play is going to be in the spotlight and it's going to, I don't know. I mean, it's funny because like the negative press would probably be good thing for them. Yeah. And it is. And, and then also too, I just feel like that's a lot of player ejections. I know. Like, wh- right. Like, um, uh, which am I call it? <clears throat> I don't know why I'm blanking right now. Um, Tarasi was just for getting up from the bench. Yeah. Like, how many dudes get up from the bench when a brawl happens in the NBA and she's going to get like, I don't know that to me, it's just like overly excessive when they're, you know, like to me, WNBA teams are already sort of like, there's just less resource period. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that they're, they're not really, there's no consistency. And I have, I actually have, Mm. I have, let's see if this works. I found the clip of Brittany Griner speaking about the suspension. So first off, just a little backstory. So Brittany Griner has already stated that a lot of times when she gets fouled, she doesn't get the call because she's, you know, a big center. And so a tap on her elbow, because it doesn't do anything to her, she doesn't get those calls. But when she does the same to another player, they call her for a foul. So she's really Mm -hmm. feeling like, and Diana Taurasi said this as well, it's like the referees, one, are not stopping these fouls or this play in with soon enough time. They're not protecting players soon enough so that they could stop when this how these things get out of control. You know, they're not managing uh, the the fouls or the the, the activity. Um, and also, you know, it's because they're not protecting. Brittany is saying, like, why do I have to give up my body when I don't have anyone supporting? Yep. You know. Yeah, she goes through the grind, and just because she's big doesn't mean that she should be handled in a certain way. And she's also saying, like, she plays up against with Liz Cambage, who's also, you know, a big center, and she's like, it's no yep. problem. We, you know, we play no. it. But then you had this rookie that is like trying to get away with a lot of things, tangling her up, and it just it, this is not the first time that she's tangled with this 
rookie as well. She this also happened prior um, when I believe. Let's see, did I put her name in our notes? Um, her name is. I don't think I put it in our notes. It's also a name that I can't pronounce. <laughs> Or I'm going to mispronounce. Uh, but mm-hmm. but she played with another team, and they also got you know in a in a in a some sort of mix up. So let me play a little bit. Let's see if this works. I'm going to play a little bit of what Brittany Griner is saying um, when she found, after she finds out she has a three game suspension. The people that came off the bench got a one game suspension, and then the rookie who caught was kind of more part of why this happened. I believe got two days and. Brittany's like, I, sh- I, I will take my three day, three games, but they should get yeah. three games also because they're also involved. Yeah. And the people that didn't, right. that came off the bench, they should just be like, okay, you came off the bench, no suspension. Go. Cause they were yeah. actually yeah. trying to stop exactly. it. Um, so let's see, let's exactly. see if this works. I'm going to play this. I want to make that very clear. I'm not playing because of these. I'm not playing for them. From officiating to the pay, I mean, this year, from all the texts and flagrants, and, you know, I I deserve them, you know? I, I didn't tone down on my cussing at refs because, you know, in the past years, I've gotten that. I cut all that down. If we were both, you know, whoever, me and whoever it is, were getting the same call, texts and flagrants and all that, I wouldn't be complaining here. I'm never complaining on what I did. I'm complaining on that, how it's not consistent across the board for both players. I don't come into games trying to hurt anybody. I don't come into games saying, oh, I'm about to go get a tech today. I'm going to go get a flagrant today. Uh, no, it's, it's never like that. So from that to our pay, we already don't get paid. Now you want to slap me with all these texts throughout the season, flagrants and suspensions and all that. I'm basically playing for free, and I don't love the W that damn much. I'm sorry, I don't. I love So as you can tell, she's basically saying inconsistency. You're not protecting the players. Um, I'm not doing this for the W because you're not even paying me enough. A livable wage. And she's getting the max, I believe. So she, I think she's getting like $115,000 a year or something like that. Oh, God, that's not exactly. much. And I mean, the wear and tear, tear and toil on the traveling, and mm-hmm. it's not even like pristine, elite traveling, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot. And, you know, she goes on to say, like, um, she's like, you know, I could just keep playing overseas in China. Yep. Um, I get paid well. I can take my summers off. I can play for the, you know, I think she's on the Olympic team, you know, and she doesn't have to deal with this. And she's like, if every, nope. she's like, they're lucky if everybody stays, you know, because if people yeah. start leaving, that's it. They're done. That's it. They're done. And it's so inconsistent. Then, yeah. And I mean, just us digging more into the WNBA and just the lack of inconsistency that another one that we're going to talk about later right. too, right, yeah. is do you think, are they purposely even like under resourcing just to eventually hope that it does die down like like well, a lot of companies do well you know like, it's, what is it's really funny that you mentioned that because I listened to a um, podcast today the burn it down podcast and they um, oh, yeah. interviewed a uh, former Notre Dame and WNBA star Devereaux 
Peters, who has started um, a media company, I believe it's called More Than 94. And it, what she wants to do is highlight more of the stories about the women that play WNBA. Because what she was saying is, you know, you, the men, you know, you see them buying sneakers, you see them buying clothes and cars and trips and all this stuff. And you have women who are doing exactly the same thing, but there's no coverage. There's no one highlighting those stories. Um, and she's, she basically said like is proven because this season they started, they've, they've tried to put some marketing dollars in it and the viewership is up and people are interested. It's like a very, it's a, a very, you know, old business model where if you put money in for marketing, then you're going to be able to get that reach. And um, yep. Peter's also mentioned that she sees that people that come into the WNBA aren't really there for the WNBA, not the players per se, but like the people in, you know, the marketing or in the departments and the referees as well. So they use it as a stepping stone to get into the NBA. Right. And so they're not really, you know, they don't have investment in the WNBA. No, no investment. And no support. And they're really being treated, I mean, they're a subsidiary of the NBA, but they're not treated equally as the NBA. And in addition to it, what I found out in from this interview is that the NBA and the WNBA have to share the sponsorship and they have to share the ad revenue. So, and it all comes from the NBA. So if the, whatever the NBA has, it's like the WNBA, they get scraps of it. Whereas like... Ooh. You know, the WNBA should have its own like arm to go out there and find products and brands and sponsors because the women in the WNBA are very capable of going out and finding oh, yeah. their own brand and their own sponsors. They do it now and they should be yeah. doing that with the WNBA like fucking feminine hygiene and sh- women's shoes and women brand. I mean, Just in general, so many you know, commerce in general is so heavily female targeted in general. Like. Yeah. The eighty percent of household incomes are, or household budgets and finances, are managed by the women. Yeah, I mean, and who does all the fucking shopping? Like, hello, it's not hard. It's not rocket science. It isn't. It isn't. And so I get. I mean, to your point, it does feel like they're doing that thing where they sandbag a new product. Oh, uh huh. And they just say, like, hey, you know what? Um, eventually, this will, you know, fizzle. And we'll say, oh, you know, it's because people just don't want to see women play basketball or women in sports. And you know that that's not true. Bullshit. You know that's it's bullshit. not true. Um, I don't know how they're going to fix that. But you can see, I mean, Brittany Griner is an all-star center. This woman, I mean, she's a phenom in the game. And she's getting, she's like phenom. <laughs> Not, you know, they're not supporting me on the floor when I'm playing. They're not supporting me off the court when I'm trying to, like, get paid. So why the fuck should I be playing for the WNBA? It's not, it's not, no. it's not hard to believe. No loyalty, baby. Yeah. It's not hard to believe. I mean, no. you and I discuss some your things like that, too, it. sometimes, you know, where you're just, like, lack of respect, you know. Uh, it's tough. I feel for her and I feel for yeah. 
for any for all of the players going through not just like well there's there's an, and there's no transparency right because even with domestic um issues because there are yes. some domestic violence issues we, there's no consistency with like okay how many days no. do you get off how many games are you suspended yep like, where is the transparency there it's just so, like nope. they've been around for a minute okay yeah yeah so that's just laziness and like that's just a lack of care and concern and um what sucks is that, like, yeah, the the women have other opportunities elsewhere and can get paid better and respected better. But, like, these are women who are born in the States and grew up here. And the fact that in order to pursue their career, they have to leave the country. And I think that's where they the, the league sort of banks on being lazy about treating them well and with respect in terms of, like, showing them benefits and pay and yeah. all that stuff. Um because they know they want to stick around in their home t- home country. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, too, is like, it, they want to have a summer off. In my That's opinion, too, I mean, in my opinion, that it's not been said explicitly, but you have to think like some of these NBA players that are not playing for the in the Olympics game, they've opted out oh, to yeah, play. Yeah. They probably want to fucking yep. rest. They probably yeah. want to rest the summer, right? They don't want to come into the season already all busted up. Exactly. And really for what? Like, why, why are they fighting for a country right now in the state that it is? You know, I, it's just... True, this country. <laughs> yeah. You were... You were in the Philippines, but some shit also went down while you were gone, as usual. Oh, girl, I that at least that I kept up to date with. That's good. And all that shit going down. I actually have um a close friend. Her her partner, her boyfriend, grew up in El Paso. Wow. And I checked in. I was like, "How's his family? His sister's still there. His friends, like all of Mexican descent. I'm like, how are y'all feeling? Like that mm-hmm. is just yeah, mm, like." I can't, I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It was tough. It's tough. And we're still going through it. And you're just like, you know, I just saw, um, Colin Kaepernick, um, posted Mm. it's a, it's been a year since he did his, the first kneeling at that game and they show a reel of everything, you know, within that year and still it's not, not changed. Nothing, nothing. No. So, I mean, this is another topic that you and I could just get into, too. So, well, I mean, actually, like, it's just nuts. we we are going to be I mean, we can move to our, you know, our next segment is about mental health and sports. So I think this might be a good segue into that. Yeah, because that's a really important topic that I think we sh- should discuss, you know, and um, we're going to move on to that. Um but yeah, Brittany Griner, we we support you. We hear you. Um, okay, so one of the things that also happened over the weekend, or might have dropped on Monday, was Liz Cambage. She penned a very powerful piece for the Players Tribune called DNP Mental Health, and she basically laid out her struggles that she's had with her mental health. Um, it's something that she's been very, very open about. Um, and she, you know, 
when she was with the Dallas Wings, that was her mental health was actually one of the reasons why she was asking to be traded, um, particularly, you know, to the West Coast because that's closer to um, her family. And, you know, she wanted to say, like, uh, you know, I want to let you know why I haven't been around with my team, the Aces. She plays for the Aces. And she also openly talked about how, um, you know, she's been, she went through actually the process of her, how she ramps up. Like it kind of came during the all-star game and she was really, there was, you know, a lot happening. She was very like, it was very intense and a lot of um, action and emotion. And she decided to go off her meds because she was feeling good. And then like, it just, the bottom fell out. And she was like, I can't, she has anxiety. She couldn't get on the plane. She was crying. Um, And she was basically saying when she gets off the meds to get back on the meds, that takes like a whole week because you have to adjust it in your body. It takes a while for your body. It's a slow release. Yeah. So she talked very openly in this uh, piece that she wrote, which I recommend everybody go and read it. It's very poignant and it's really about how she wants to continue this conversation um, to destigmatize mental health. You know, I think that's really important. And I think that a lot of times, like we were just talking about, you know, some of these mass shootings, they do try to villainize mental illness as the reasoning that some of these things happen. And that could very well be the case, but we shouldn't demonize because then people that actually have problems won't want to talk about it or have the conversation. So that doesn't make it a safe space by trying to, to, you know, to just go straight to mental illness for what's happening with these mass shooters. So I think it's good that there's a shift in focus, especially from athletes, because I know you and I discussed Kevin Love being a Mm -hmm. huge advocate. um, And as well, we talked about in the last episode, about how he has really worked hard to talk about this um, in the NBA. And recently the NBA did institute a new, uh, new guidelines um, that has, you know, a therapist on two, I think it's two professionals, licensed professionals per team um, and different ways that they can help with that. But what I didn't know until I looked into it further, is that that is not that the WNBA doesn't get that. Ugh. That's fucking nuts, right? I mean, I shouldn't yeah. say nuts. That yeah. seems insensitive for the topic, but I mean, yeah, like no pun intended. But right. that's just it's. I mean, too. I think in general, right? Like, I work for a major tech company. Mental health is not covered in my insurance. Wow. Wow. Like I pay out of pocket for therapy. Yeah, I yeah. I go to therapy and my insurance does cover um, some copay for it. And, you know, it was funny because we were at the same place. And the reason why I went back to therapy and luckily, you know, uh, I, my husband has really good insurance. So we're able to work that out. But yep. I went back because I had a blackout rage in a meeting. Oh, yeah. It was so bad. I mean, I'm not proud of it. That's the other thing, too. I was embarrassed by it. And so much so that I called my therapist that I'd had a while back 
and was like, I need, I think I need to go back because it is, I'm not proud of my, the way yeah. I acted, you know, yeah. and, and therapy is, has been really helpful. It's been really, really helpful. And I just can't believe that, you know, that what is it going to take for this type of, you know, guidelines for mental health to also include the WNBA? Like, I don't like, right? you know, I feel like the players have a lot more responsible. I think, well, first off, the players were responsible for getting it instituted in the NBA. It was a player's initiative. Right. It wasn't right. an that owner's initiative yeah. or anything like that. It was a player's initiative. So it might be where we're going to have to have the players also say like, no, we need this to cover the WNBA as well. And the players are going to have mm-hmm. to also institute how the WNBA is getting paid. That's all stress. That's yeah. stress. And if, you know, if they've already have two mental health professionals per team, most of the WNBA teams are in market with a corresponding NBA team. So why not even extend it to that? Agreed. Because it's not like these guys, these mental health professionals are every day with them. They're on call. So, I mean. I just don't understand why yeah, they wouldn't extend that to the WNBA. And I, and I can't even imagine just the, the grind. Like we, you know, we talked about earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Like, summer WNBA season, but like these women are then grinding in other countries or grinding with other kinds of jobs just to make a living. Yeah. That's a wear and tear on anybody. Yeah. And, and just being a professional player in general is so demanding on top of what family, friends, mm-hmm. other obligations. Like I, I just feel like in general, our country loves to overwork everybody. Yeah. Yeah. There's this natural, like, and it's especially coming home, back from the motherland where right. she'll like as fuck. Right. Um, here, you know, everyone, every parent, every parent's got to work. Like, the privilege to stay at home is so rare now. Yeah. So I, I and then I, almost everyone I talk to has a side hustle, one or two, just to keep going. Yeah. And these are folks getting paid a decent amount of money. Um, so... Just alone in that small purview, I can't imagine the demand that's happening mentally on professional athletes and especially WN players. And I'm just talking from a woman's perspective. I know a lot of the WN players are mothers too. Like mm-hmm. that's another aspect that just, right. that's a whole nother ball game there too. Yeah. 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 No, I, um, I, I shake my head because I just, this should just be something that is an established um, benefit and just to have it there, you know, and be able to discuss it. And, you know, there's so many different types of mental illness too. Like, I don't know. There's so many. And then there's just fucking stress. Like to your point. We're human. We're human. There is, we are not robots. We are not perfect. There's no way that we don't go through any kind of emotion or hardship at all, period. Yeah. And if someone says that they don't, that's a bunch of fucking lies and suppression <laughs> and implosion. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that there's, that's a bunch of bullshit. Like, I know, you know, I, there's someone close in my life whom I've been recommending to go and they're, you know, they're scared. They're scared. Yeah. And it is fucking scary. The stigma. It is. It's stigma. It's um, like when you were 
digging your nail in my wound. Like you got to do that to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like really think through why, why you are the way you are. And if you want to be happy, what, what you got to do to fix it. It's a lot it's of self-reflection work. and it's hard work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I love to listen to, you know, I listen to a lot of motivational uh, books or speakers and you know a lot of times they just they talk about like the everyday hustle and putting in work every day and always you know like um, when our the career coach was here last episode she's like you know try to do two percent every day you know there's all you know everyone's just like you manifest it and you get it out there and mm-hmm. you know and so I love that and I, I yeah. do that but you know the last few days I was fucking in pajamas on my sofa and I was watching uh, some fucking cooking shows on Netflix yeah. on repeat because yeah. I'm I get tired also. Yeah. And I felt yeah. so and guilty. You-, you know, I felt guilty. Yeah, no, I talked no. to my therapist and I was like, what? I'm a loser. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that we have to feel guilty for taking a break. I know. Like. You feel guilty for taking a vacation when you're working. You're like, oh, my God, everyone's going to be like, what's going to happen? It's like, no one's going to die on the table unless you are a doctor. But, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you know, and we were texting today. You know, I was texting yeah. you. I was just so exhausted yeah. and and tired and stressed. I almost had a mental breakdown today. It was one of, I just felt my anxiety all yeah. fucking day and yet my fucking to-do list is huge and it's like what do i do to cho- what do i do after our our podcast do i chill right or, and feel guilty about it or just fucking go do it like there's so many fucking uh, pulled which way and when yeah. and uh, yeah and plus girl the reason we're both feeling this way too especially you water sign is uh red full moon in aquarius tonight so <laughs> Don't Did forget you hear to put that? Out. Put out your crystals. There's a red full moon in your Aquarius. So <laughs> put out your crystals. No, I, I, hey, that's some self care right there. Yeah, meditation, yep. tarot cards, pull some yep. out. There's going to be a lot of big changes, relationship wise, yep. career wise. So or shifts, and uh, I mean, you know, the list goes on. I think what really what we want to say is to is like. We, we are, we understand that life is stressful and there's a lot of things happening right now, especially in this country that is creating even more stress that you may not like, you know, it, it may, it may be like adjacent to your life, but you are hearing it a lot and you're seeing it a lot and you come into a lot of like the fuck, you know, what can I do? I'm just one person. So you have like that stress just kind of like a cloud over you and then you know you find a way to push through and do your job or do your hustle whatever it is that that, you know you're able to do so I think we understand that and in looking through you know reading what Liz Cambage wrote and reading you know there's a lot of other great articles that I've been reading on the athletic like the mental health Mm -hmm. and addiction issues um, and how the Dallas Wings are dealing with that. That's written by Dorothy Gentry on The Athletic. Um, there's a lot of really great stuff coming, you know, out of, you know, the Kevin Love's push, the guidelines, the NBA, Liz Cambage. You know, there's a lot of stuff coming out now that, you, you know, because of this. And 
we should just keep highlighting that, that, you know, find a safe space. I'd love, I mean, maybe we can give some tips. Like what are some tips that you do to manage stress? And I can give some tips too. Yeah. That maybe we'll help our listeners. Yeah, and we got our boy Keith, uh, in the chat and he's oh. saying books and audios is his shit. So, you know, that's oh. nice. Love those methods for sure. Yeah. You know, what works for you. Yeah. What's on your list, Liz? Uh, so I like to um, take a day with no news. And I feel guilty about yeah. it, but I just, you know, mm-hmm. I just don't listen to any news. I just, I just give no. myself one day to be like, hey, you know what? I'm not, I'm not turning on the TV. I'm not putting on, no. you know, news radio. I'm just going to take yeah. a day and not have that, uh, you know, listen to all of that at, you know, for a day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the last time I watched the news, it was the whole Epstein suicide. And oh that, God. J- just two, three minutes in, I was like, fuck. Yeah. I had to, I had to walk out. Yeah. I couldn't anymore. Yeah. I like to do a no news day. Um, I also, I, like I have my therapist, you know, so if anybody yes, has same. the option to talk to a therapist mm-hmm. or a counselor, anybody that you can mm-hmm. talk to that has... Mm-hmm you know, some sort of skill, listening skill, because I mean, we talk to one another, we text one another, you know, but it's like, we're not professionals to like actually help you to then think about what it is that you're saying or help you because really you have to figure out what your tools are going to be. And I think a therapist really just helps you like unpack that you know, what's going to yeah, help you. For sure. Um, I also like to sleep, which I have to be careful yep. with because then that can turn into Over. a depression. So, you know, I'm always kind of oh, like, thanks. Hey, you know, like be aware of my surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, those are like some things that I like to do. Um, I also like to, um, call a friend sometimes just to like talk. Yeah. Um, I journal, Oh. Yeah. And I also do audiobooks. Like Keith, I love audiobooks. I think that's a great way to, you know, it do, it could be a self-help book, but it also be just like getting lost in a story, you know, that helps you mm-hmm. to release your mind and your imagination. Um so there's yep. some things. What about you, Karen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely like with the audiobooks, there's a lot of great podcasts out too. Oh. On this station well, yeah. and in general. Mm-hmm. You know, just search and you'll find something that just kind of helps motivate you or kind of get you out of that funk. Um, time off, time off is so key. Mm -hmm. Um, a big one for me too is, is what I found out about my like mental health and my depression is Mm -hmm. it's, it's a circumstance of my environment. And so a lot of times Mm -hmm. I need to relook at what fucking toxic people or situations am I around Mm -hmm. or environments that I need to just like let go. Um, meditation is a big one. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many apps. I like insight timer that just, it makes it easy for you because I cannot quiet my mind on my own. Mm. That is a very hard skill set. Mm. Um, but it helps sort of like music and audiobooks do to kind of like center you and you can focus on what's being said in the music versus like the 10 million thoughts running through your brain, mm. learning to say no, right. Creating those boundaries. And I think a big one that's kind of like tied to exercise, like when I hear music, it makes me dance. Mm. Serious. And it's just one of those things and I don't do it enough. Like I need to just pop in the latest tune and that just, I don't care if I repeat the same right. song. It just gets me out of that funk. Like that's right. something that I focus in the moment. I'm sweating. Mm. I am like, I don't give a fuck. Right. I'm in my 
I feel like I'm a fish in water at that point. Like I'm in my element. And so I think for me, that's a really big one that I need to do more often because it just comes naturally for me to lift my spirits up. That's a great one. And actually I love karaoke. Like, I don't know. Yes. (laughs) I I don't know. I can't tell you right now. (laughs) I don't know how many people. I love karaoke like crazy, like fucking like I will drag my husband to do karaoke like on a Tuesday night or I will do it. I had it for one Christmas party that I threw. I had a karaoke machine there. I love karaoke I love so yes. much. I just feel like it's no judgment zone and I'm just going to sing my lungs out and I don't care. And I'm sweating at the end and it's so much fun. So, yes, I agree with you. There are certain find something that you just release and has pure joy and do it. I know exercises like because even my therapist was like, well, maybe if you exercise, I was like, girl, that no, that actually That's stresses stressed. me. <laughs> I'm stressed right before the gym or the class I signed up for. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I'm stressed out just trying to figure out like my sports bra, and my leggings. And I'm, a, I'm a, like, that does not. That's not a good one. But for some people, like my husband, he runs every day in the morning, or you know, or he gets to the gym, and it really yeah. sets him up, clears the mind. You know, mm-hmm. so it does work for some people. So, yeah, exercise is a good one. If if anybody listening um, wants to throw some of their tips into the chat or if they want to um, put it on Twitter, you know, add us yeah. some tips. We'd love to be able to, like, mm-hmm. compile it and we could share it with our – because I do think yeah. we all should support one another in, you know, creating a safe space for us to be mentally healthy and also to have a discussion. Because I know, like – the Tamarindo podcast, Ana Sheila was here, I think when our, one of our, um, about five episodes ago and they talked a lot about self care as well. So I think that's really important. And, um, I'm really glad that we could have this conversation because, you know, we have to, we just have to make it okay for people to be like, I don't feel good. And what can I do? And maybe that will help people come out and say like, Sometimes I need, I have an off day. I've told you several times. Like, I'm like, this podcast actually makes me really happy. I, that's why we did this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a great way for us to like be together and, and also just get shit like thoughts off our minds. And then like, even just like poke fun at like, I don't know. Yeah. There's so much to this that it's so worth the time and investment that we put in. Like, yeah. It's a shining light in the week for me, for sure. Trust me. And I know I get, like, nervous. Uh, we were talking about it. I still get nervous when we start. But when we get in it, I mean, it's really, I feel good. I feel so good. So maybe start a podcast if that's something that could. Uh... Supposedly everyone's got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Okay. Yeah, (laughs) there's room for all kinds of podcasts. So just do you boo boos and you will be just fine. Trust us. Um, Yeah. So thank you, Liz Cambage, also for being so, you know, generous and everybody out there who wants to talk about it. Thank you for sharing. And um, yeah, I think that's, you know, like I said, if you guys have any tips, please send them our way. We'd love to hear them. Um. We're we're moving on. We're moving on. Yes. We're getting into sweaty yeah. and petty. We haven't done some sweaty and petty in a while. 
What's going on over there? You, you look like you're in the dark. What's yeah, happening? I can't turn these lights on. I'm just, oh you're going to see like sweat come out my eyeballs. <laughs> oh, burning tears. Um, okay. Are you ready to get sweaty? Well, you're already sweaty. Are you ready to get some petty? Okay. I'm ready to get petty, baby. Well, this is kind of already old news, but I figured we would talk about it and we didn't get talked. I wanted to talk to you about it, but I wanted to address the uh, Rich Paul rules, which happened. Oh, yeah, dude. Girl, I got, I got some commentary <sighs> on that. My God. The NCAA is probably fucking matic and yep. that's full fucking stop. Like, I don't, like, I, like honestly, like, do they think about what they're going to do and how stupid it's going to be before they do it? I mean... I don't understand, like, and this whole bunch of white men, girl. Well, also, yeah. it's all a bunch of this false, um, you know, persona that they're about college and education, which is such such fucking bullshit. Let's be honest. Like, you going through those programs, and people we've talked to people that have gone through those programs who have said, "I didn't have yes. time to learn a stitch." Okay, because if no, I wasn't girl, working out or playing, I was sleeping and tr- and eating. You know, I didn't have time. So I don't know what, I mean, I think we know why, but. Yes. So the biggest thing that they instituted was needing a bachelor's degree to be an agent for the college kids. Okay. And this kind of came on the heels of Rich Paul um, having this, he had a new, um, a, a new player that he was you know, not, it wasn't necessarily recruiting, but he was counseling, um, and helped him. So he was going to defer, um, uh, college and go into the G league, I believe. And so what Rich Paul mm-hmm. was like, Hey, you know what? Why don't we look at another Avenue and got him a, um, an, an internship with new balance and Darius Baisley. That's the name of the player. And so he's like, don't, don't, uh, just like go and play, do this one million. Uh, it's he's getting paid one million dollars for this internship with New Balance, and um, one of the there's a lot of critiques. So personally, like I think first off, I thought this was kind of funny that Rich Paul was like, yeah, because then he's gonna learn the business and he'll be able to like get into the business. And I'm like. Sorry, have you never had an intern? Because I don't recall ever having them be on like sitting in the boardroom <laughs> or in like big meetings and learning any yeah. of the business. I have them like getting me coffee and setting up my meetings and taking my calls and maybe doing some notes. They weren't out there like calculating any business or like writing strategies and usually like an internship like I don't know how long this is for but like the internships are usually like three months and then they rotate into other departments so I have a very hard time believing (laughs) that this kid is going to be like oh man now I know how to run my own business because of my new balance internship Mm -hmm. I mean that's great I I think that's really cute that's a really cool pipe dream that that you know and maybe I could be wrong but because someone's smoking that pipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
because I don't know of any intern that I would ever be like, hey, you know what? Yeah, just go ahead. Uh, take this meeting for me because, you know, and do the strategy for this like million dollar product I'm, we're going to be pushing out or this internal comms that I'm working on or this like launch uh, that we're doing. No. I don't recall ever having an intern no. that I would yeah. do that with. So, I mean, that's you know, wishful thinking, maybe he will, but I think more what he's going to learn is how to figure out what to do with his time in between, um, getting coffees and taking notes. And, you know, I mean, that's just intern life. I'm not, that's an intern life. It's again, it's, it's a formality. You just put that you intern at a big company. They don't give a fuck what you did there. No. Oh, you got into Google, you interned at Google, you interned at Facebook. Oh my God, your resume looks great. And you graduated from Stanford. Fabulous. Like, I don't do shit. We had interns. I remember at one point I'm like, I don't even want to intern because they're more trouble than they are worth. Extra work. Because I don't have time. Like, you know, they would be like, hey, Liz, you know. You work in social, so you should have an intern. I'm like, it's not like that. I know you think that it's all about posting and being a cute young and, game, and yeah. writing like hashtags, but <laughs> there's actually a strategy here that I need to do. And I just don't have like time because I have such a small team for the entire company. So I also have worked with uh, interns that were going to business school and they were not trash. They weren't very, you know, they they did like, I don't know. And perhaps it's the interns that were in the tech company that I worked at, but I'm just saying like, um, well, I don't know. Well, if you're talking about the same tech company I'm talking about, those <laughs> interns are handpicked. That's nepotism. There's no, it, it, it's like, I always find out someone's the, the cousin or the niece of somebody, an exec that works there. Oh, Yeah. Well, so, uh, actually, like, the tech company I'm talking about, they usually get hired to work on social. So That too. And, like, to me, here's the thing. For me, I found, I realized just it's a formality. Getting my degree was a formality. No one asks about it. You know what everyone looks at is the fucking work I did during college, pre-college, and post-college. And then eventually what keeps me around is the hard work, the hustle, and the knowledge. But if I didn't have to get a degree, I would have wasted and taken loans out because it wasn't a privilege of me having a trust fund or mommy and daddy to do that. Yeah. And a lot of reasons why folks from Ivy League schools get jobs, it's called networking. Yeah. It ain't the shit you learned in class. And so to make that requirement for something that, again, didn't have that requirement is some privileged ass shit because it's creating another gate and a door closing on folks who don't have that privilege to pay for some formality. And interns, a lot of times when I was looking for internships, they were all unpaid. Who the fuck <laughs> can live in San Francisco after they graduate and work in an unpaid internship? Uh, the ones who got mommy and daddy's teeth in their mouth. That's what. That's true. So. Mm. Well, the good thing is that he did get in this. <laughs> That's our <laughs> TED talk on internships. So we're what we're saying is we ain't down with if internship, okay? But he is getting yes. paid a million dollars, so something good's coming out Good. of it. Um, but it. I I will say though that he he scored him this internship, and mm-hmm. one another 
offshoot was the fact that, you know, they're saying, okay, well, if he's going to be doing this internship and he's not, then he's not going to be playing basketball. How are you going to keep him in competitive shape? Yeah. How is he going to be playing? You know, who is he going to be playing? Where is he going to be playing? Like, where is that part of his skill going to continue to be nurtured, which is what he would have if he went to a G League or if he went to uh, through the NCAA program. And, you know, he he did say that, you know, that's something they'd have to work on. They'd have to find competitive pickup games and things of that nature. Um, It's fun. So that it's like also they mentioned, um, is this a trend? Is this what we're going to start seeing now? Are these kids coming out of high school and foregoing college to go into like some sort of already playing G League or, or you know, these types of things? And, you know, he would he said he didn't think so, but he said that this was cor- this was the right path for this particular student. So he doesn't know if there, right. it's a trend, but I think a trend so is why, what? Go ahead. I was going to say, why is this a conversation? How come this isn't a conversation with like Steve Jobs and whatever other fucking billionaires don't finish college? That's true. And then make their billions in money. Yep. Like Zuckerberg. How come that's not a conversation? Oh, maybe to own a tech company or run one, you need to graduate from college. Like, (laughs) again, to me, again, this all just ties back to privilege. Like, you know, the man wants to create another barrier for mm-hmm. a pe- people of color to succeed. And it's just kind of like, fuck y'all. Like, uh-uh. yeah, I mean, it was purely racist. Let's be honest. That's what oh, yeah. this rule was. And, yeah. you know, everyone, LeBron put out, you know, stay woke. Um, yeah. A lot of people were calling it what it was. And uh, Rich Paul did a... Um, op-ed piece for The Athletic, which you can read or I can send it to you in a PDF form since you don't have. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm going to gift you. I'm going to gift it. Um, And the next day, like, actually, it was funny because his op-ed came out in the morning. And that same day, the NCAA rescinded that portion of their guidelines of having to have uh, the four-year college degree. So that just shows you like they, it's like, yeah, dummies, don't you see it? Like everybody can see it except for you. And you've, what were you trying? Like you were trying, you literally tried right now. And (laughs) the fuck? (laughs) You tried and uh, that did not, how'd that work? Not at all. <laughs> Not at fucking Not all. Work. So though that's like some sweaty and petty shit. Like I could not. Uh-oh. I laughed when I heard it. And I was just like, okay, here we go. Here we go. But yeah, so it's rescinded. And I don't know if this is going to be the new trend per se. But I do feel like there's a lot more people that are taking are a lot more players that are looking at the at themselves and what they're going to do and how they want to move forward in the game and still play the game. And if they have that ability to have counsel or agents or, you know, their family, because that was another thing, too, because he said that he sat down with the family and spoke to the family yeah. and talked about all the options yeah. because the family is a huge in what's decided and it's funny because so we're talking about a, co- a kid going into college and then when you talk about the nba the nba wants to set rules so that family will be completely left out of decisions 
fucked up. No. So it's just uh-uh. all these th- are babies when they join. They're still babies. I don't care. They still some of them still have teen in their age. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the family has to be a part of that decision. Well, and I think you know the family. Even if the family isn't in the negotiation table at the jump they're going to have right. spoke to them before and after and i mean you saw yeah. what happened with Kawhi and his uncle mm-hmm. and you know you yep. think that lebron is not going to be in the room with Bronny when the shit starts going right. down with negotiations oh. give me a fucking break no way no way <laughs> daddy Bron is not gonna sit that one out yeah so though those are things that you know that they're gonna have to figure out and doing racist shit like this, like these guidelines, that's just not, it's, it's so transparent and we're at a time where it's like, no, that shit's going to be called out. So it was rescinded. Um, but they were definitely left with some, you know, fucking tail between their legs situation. So that happened. Got called out, baby. That's right. That's right. And I know it's kind of old news because it happened a while ago, but I wanted to talk to you about it, Karen, because I knew you would have some feelings. Oh, thoughts. Thoughts. <laughs> thoughts and feelings about this. Um, what else do we have? Do we have anything else, Sweaty and Petty? Do you have anything on your list? Oh, man. No, not really. I'm so sweaty. Well, you know, I have something else. I don't know. Maybe oh. I was going to have it for a timeout, but maybe I can put it on Sweaty and Petty because... Yeah. Let's do it. I am not. I'm upset by people who give LeBron James a hard time about Taco Tuesday. Like, I don't understand. Like, what? I don't understand. Why would you even? I fucking love Taco Tuesday. I had tacos on Tuesday. What is this fuckery? So, and I think it's fucking hilarious. So. Tell me more. Whatever. I'm not aware of this. Like people are saying like, oh, he's over the top and making everybody do. I mean, he is very dad. It's very dad jokes and I get it. But like, leave him the fuck alone. Who cares? He wants to do Taco Tuesday. And then how people got on him because he was at Bronnie's school and showing off to the school, the oh, yeah. kids. And I'm like, who cares? Like, if my dad was LeBron James, I'd fucking be like, yeah, dope. Get him on the court. I'm, that's yeah. cool. I like that. You know? Sure. Yeah. Everybody like was my hate- big ass famous dad has time to even watch me and my little like. Well, the fact that he like dunked game. the ball and he lost his shoe on the court, and people are like, yeah, and people are like, well, video. you know, we give Lavar a hard time and we don't give him a hard time. I mean, he he acted a fool, and I'm just like, who? Like, honestly, like, do you not have anything better to do than wait and look at what LeBron James is doing so that you can like do a woge bomb on the fact that he fucking right. uh, was playing around at his son's uh, basketball game. He is a parent. Like I remember a tweet yeah. when they were like saying like, Oh, um, what is, you know, how is LeBron going to act when his son, if his son doesn't win or something like that? Cause you know how they're going to that high school with all that talent. And right. he, and he tweeted back, I'll treat him with love cause he's my son. And, you know, I want to, yeah. I'll support him, whatever he wants to do or however he does. I always be supportive as a father. And it's like, I don't know. I just think it's these reporters that are like so obsessed with 
just going over LeBron's life as far as it pertains to his child or how it pertains to him doing Taco Tuesday, like you really need to fucking figure some what to do with your time. Maybe cover the WNBA because that's going. Oh, yeah. How about that? Yeah. How about there is plenty of basketball happening right now that you could be covering that you don't have to worry yourself about Taco Tuesday. So, I mean, I wanted that to be a timeout, but maybe it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both, I think, because I'm just like, oh, man, it's eye roll. I'm just a bunch of eye rolls because I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm a parent, and you know what? I'm going to celebrate my kids' wins however I motherfucking want it, and I'm going to celebrate the time we get together as a family whenever I motherfucking want it. Right. Especially if it's a Taco Tuesday and have fun with it and do my mom jokes because let's look around at what the fuck is happening in this country, in this world, yeah. and let's celebrate the the sweet small things, yeah. the sweet wins, the small wins. And, and if you want to, like, talk shit about it, then something's wrong with your life that you're a little bitch. Well, on top of <laughs> Did you hear that? You're a little bitch. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking true. <laughs> Who gives us unfollow him? If you don't like his Instagram stories where he's yeah. doing Taco Tuesday, then fucking okay, unfollow. Unfucking follow. Unfollow, super easy. Unsubscribe. You know, super easy. Not don't even it's like yeah. It's like that tweet that starts off as no one blank. Right. <laughs> and then someone just gotta jump in because no one asked you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, and that's the other thing, too. You think LeBron's like, oh, man, I really need to calm down on Taco Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, we're going to have to eat something else on Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, whatever. These guys need to, like, fucking unfollow him. I don't know what how going to make your life better or whatever and like i said cover the wnba because there's plenty of like a basketball happening and there's other sports or whatever you don't want to if you don't want to do the wnba there's plenty of sports happening yeah. go plenty. don't worry about like LeBron. isn't baseball going on right now oh shit yeah that's fucking right yeah. go watch baseball it's plenty of baseball oh, it's, isn't it isn't it football preseason Oh shit! That too. Your there is so, so you know what? We have some hot tips for everybody who fucking is hating on Taco Tuesday, LeBron's Taco Tuesday, and who's hating on him being excited about his son. Uh, you got we just named him. We NFL preseason, um, baseball, and WNBA. And now you know what? Your life is stress free because you never have to worry about his wow. fucking Taco Tuesday. Wow. Look. Wow, you should pay us wow. what you would have paid an hour at therapy for. Thank you. Right now. Right? We just, right now, Patreon. We just saved you, right? Venmo, Cash App. Yep, that's right. Venmo me. I'll give you my, my email. You can Venmo me because I just saved you a lot of therapy sessions for your stress because I solved yeah. it. I've solved the fucking problem. I solved it. I solved the fucking problem. You know what? And I'm going to, actually, I have a timeout now. You got me fired up. Well, you guys can't see her, but once we get our YouTube channel, you're going to see this sweaty ass on there. I am in a nicely air conditioned environment in the studio. So thank you very much for that. 
But you know what? You got me fired up. I'm going to do a timeout. You know what is annoying me lately? And I want everyone to do a timeout. And I'm probably self-prophesizing because this will be us at one point. But I do not understand when people are like, hey, if you liked what I tweeted, send me a dollar on Venmo. Have you seen that shit? If you like my content, if you read a review of mine, maybe you want to send me $5. (laughs) And I'm just like, every other tweet that I've been reading where it's like content, it's like, it's at first it was like, hey, if you like this, visit my SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, SoundCloud. Which is fine. Like, I'm like, okay, fine. You know, if you like this, here's a mixtape. You know, go listen to my mixtape or, you know, hey, if you guys are all here, check out my website. Like, okay, fine. Yeah. But lately I've been seeing like, hey, I've written a lot of reviews and maybe if you've read them, you should give me $5. (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) oh my God, like time out. Like, I don't like, I I get it. We all have to like live and fuck. Like there's a lot of people that aren't getting paid for doing a lot of good work and shit gets stolen by big brands all the fucking time. Like, you see it all the time. It's an insidious circle of hell where a big company takes a good line that they find on Twitter and then they make all the money and they don't pass it down. So I get that. But I am just an individual who likes Twitter and perhaps did click on your link. And therefore, I don't feel like I should have to give you $5 to validate the good job that you did. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, I just keep yeah. seeing these. Are you seeing these or is it just like on my feed? No, I see it. But also, too, reviews, this is how, this is my thought of reviews. Yes. Besides, like, venting. But it's to help other people. Because I'm like, if I saw a coracha rat fucking cockroach eat this in a restaurant, I'm going to fucking review that shit so you don't go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like, I don't know. I've just been seeing that a lot lately. Like, hey, if you like this tweet, give me a dollar. Or I don't know. Like, maybe I get it. We all got to eat. And I'm not trying to be unkind to someone that might need that dollar. And I understand, but it just seems like it's becoming a, like a thing. And I, I'm just wondering like, what's happening and why am I like the algorithm is just sending me people that want dollars for their tweets or something. So time out, just time out or another one. Uh, Hey, you know, it'd be really awesome if I could get 10,000 followers by such and such a date. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be cool. But I'm, yeah, but I'm nice already country. following you. So what do you want me to want from me? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm already following you. There's not any, I can't give more. You want me to start some fake accounts? I don't understand. Like, that would be cool. But, you know, if your content, I, I'm not going to explain social strategy, but... I just wanted to put that out there, and I sound really awful, so I apologize. No, but. not at all. It, it's comedic because it's true. Some people are just like dead. Hey, you know what? Dead. I see it once, good. I see it twice, I three times, mm, strike. So let's keep it to a minimum, guys. Well, Karen, I'm so glad you're back. Uh, Woo! Yes. Woo! 
I'm so glad. And thank you, everybody, for listening today. This was a great show, yes. great time. This is a stress reliever. This is self-care. We hope that we've given you tips that you can go out and do, start a podcast, get your life, exercise, meditate, tarot, yeah. or blood, red, moon, Aquarius, crystals, all that yes. good stuff. Get, Women Crush yeah. Wednesday, Witch Wednesday, yeah. Sandwich Wednesday, yeah. everything. You know, Taco Tuesday, Spaghetti Saturday, whatever you need, you do it. You do it. Um, please make sure you subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you can always... Um, have a conversation with us on Twitter and on Instagram at the hoops talking. Please don't ask for a Venmo dollar right now. Don't make me yeah. download cash app. Yeah, please don't cash app me or don't send me your cash app. Um, also, we are at the, um, I'm sorry, we are the hoops talk.com is our website. We're going to have some, you know, good stuff out there. And um, also, don't forget, September 14th, we're going to have the showcase for Good News Radio, and we'll have more details coming up for that. Super excited for when that goes down. So um, I guess until next time, uh, let's make sure, well, you're already keeping it one way, but as always, you want to make sure you keep it sweaty and and Peace, y'all. We got to work on that. We got to work on those homies. All right. Peace, everybody. Boop. Mwah.